up, you guys. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Adjusted Frequency. It is, once again, your girl Shaquana, and I wanted to recap on what happened last week. I feel like last week was a really, really good segment um, for anybody who did not get to listen to that particular podcast. I think that you definitely should just go back, give it a little ring, see what you think. Um, but the reason why I think I enjoyed it so much is because it was about something that I had to learn whew, through my own personal uh, trials and tribulations. And that was about creating boundaries, but also understanding that isolation is not creating a boundary. Isolation is pulling yourself away from people who love and care for you. So basically, I decided I was going to, you know, test this theory that I had because I am in no way a professional. Um, But I decided to test this theory and I ended up um, saying yes to people that I knew were in my corner. Uh, I said yes to going lunch with the homegirl. I said yes to going out to uh, celebrate a birthday with a, with a very, like my best friend, love her. Um, I said yes to going on a weekday date. I don't normally do that. I said yes to working out. I said yes to calling my grandma multiple times this week. And I know those may sound like minor things to someone else, but for me, these were really, really uh, major hurdles that I had to overcome because I was not in a place where I really wanted to be around a lot of people or talk to a lot of people. So I realized that my support group, my circle, as far as me investing in them turned into me and invested investing in about three to five people maximum at a time. Um, this was odd for me because I know and love and care for a lot of people. So I had to really figure out what was going on with me. And that's what last week's episode was about. So I went out and I wanted to give you guys a report since it was so much activity in one week. And, you know, the follow-up since this weekend, I'm going to be hanging out with my son and everything else before he goes to school. It's also going to be very social. So I said, you know what? Let's start with week one and see how I feel afterwards. And you know what? In all honesty, you guys, I feel more like myself. I guess it was like I kind of was just um, so used to expending energy that I didn't realize Uh, how much of it I needed to receive from the people I care about. It's, you know, fellowship, the whole nine, whatever you call it. For me, in that moment, I was surprised that I missed that so much. I was surprised that um, just being in the presence of my friends and family uh, for more than a five-minute conversation or a recap of a day, uh, I realized I wasn't really having conversations with my friends anymore. Everything was always just, so what's going on with you? Oh, yeah, well, this is going on, this is going on. Happy here, happy there, mad, mad here, mad there. But no one was having, like, just, let me pick your brain, um, you know, evolution and growth type of conversations. So actually being able to spend that time together and realizing it, um, makes me feel very ready to move forward with life in a, in a definitely in a better perspective. And with knowing that, you know, it's okay to create boundaries, but yet it is still important for fellowship, you know, sharing love, receiving love. It is important. You can't just always give out love. You will literally pour your cup empty. So that's that. Now the theme song of the day is, you know what, to be honest, I was going to pick 
this particular artist a while ago, but because I was just like, you know, sometimes whatever song pops up in my head is going to be the theme song of the week. But for the past, I say, maybe, is it going on a month? Ooh, it might be. I have been listening to Ari Lennox. Let me explain something to y'all. Let me tell you something about my sis. She's North Carolina native. Okay. Chocolate butter brown. Okay. Y'all know I'm cocoa butter brown. She's chocolate butter brown. She came out here giving all these different like Erica Badu vibes. I remember the first time I heard her voice. Um, I was listening to Revenge of the Dreamers uh, 2. And her and Cuz had a song called Backseat. As soon as she started singing, I was like, oh my God, like who the fuck is this? I have to figure out who this girl is. You know what I mean? And um, at that moment, at that time, what, what was getting me at the time? Because I know I was listening to it, but I think I was just like stuck on Folgers Crystals. You know what I'm saying? I really was stuck on, um, God, it was so many different songs. Like, on the album that I was just bumping super, super hard. But it also came out during a time where, like, I was really, you know, bumping The Weeknd, Starboy, you know what I'm saying? Kendrick had came out with, with, um, with Damn. So I spent a lot of damn time <laughs> with those two artists the year that I heard this particular song. So I didn't do a lot of Ari research. Then the Dream Fest, the Dreamville Fest or Dream Fest, however you say it, I don't really remember, but it was supposed to be here in Charlotte. I mean, not was it Charlotte? Raleigh? Whatever. It doesn't matter. Y'all know what I mean. It was here in North Carolina. I wanted to go. They canceled it the first time. I was upset. Wanted to go again. When I saw she was on the roster and I tried to get tickets at that time, it was like the the ticket price and the time I had to buy the ticket and my paycheck didn't add up. You feel me? So I wasn't able to go see her live. And then when her and Lizzo said they were going to have this concert, I was like, yo, let me go on the website. Let me go ahead and get some tickets. You know what I'm saying? And it was sold out. So Ari, if anybody, you know, tags you in this, tells you about this podcast, just know that I am a fan. My man is a fan. My son is probably so sick and tired of hearing about me FaceTiming my baby tonight. And you killed it in that break me off video. BMO, bitch. BMO. So that's just for you, Ari. So if y'all do not know Ari Lennox, haven't heard Ari Lennox, let me explain something to you. A couple bangers you can just slide through. Mm, get yourself used to. If you haven't heard her debut album is Shea Butter Baby and the, t- the first single and title of the album as well it's called Shea Butter Baby and that song has my boy Cole on it she's also um on the Revenge of the Dreamers 3 which if you have not listened to that album I mean but bang if anybody in North Carolina because I'm speaking to all my North Carolinians right now you know what I'm saying the album is for us that's how I feel <laughs> But a lot of hot collabs on there, whatever. But Ari, though, that's my dog. I've been listening to her album on repeat, repeaton, okay? Over and over and over and over again. Yes, I've been listening to Lizzo because that's my B.I., okay? Yes, I've been listening to, uh, you know what I'm saying, Revenge of the Dreamers and The Baby and, you know, Megan, you know what I'm saying, all of that. But Ari has stole my heart for the summer 2019. And I'm sorry, nobody else can have it. It just is what it is. Summer's almost over. We're getting into like school time. We're just going to ride this out to September. All right. We'll be gone until September. All right. So let me get into the show. All right, guys. So I'm really, really um, just been doing a lot of introspective thinking lately. 
and and lord knows with mercury what 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 with mercury being in retrograde (laughs) um it definitely has made it uh a lot easier to breathe a little bit i think everybody's kind of letting go of that dumbassery they were doing i mean aside from you know the tragedies that have happened in el paso and dayton ohio so um and el paso's in texas just in case y'all thought i was confused i'm not but the tragedies that ensued there you know what i'm saying just want to pray for the families and you know just pray that god is with them gives them strength through this, during this time nothing is going to replace their loss but that sucked and you know as a nation we all just gotta love each other better you know what i mean i'm not gonna go into no whole political rant that's not what this podcast is about but being that it's so sad <laughs> Um, to think about people losing family members and, you know, people who are being highlighted for their loss, it hurts. It hurts. And then have these cities speak out against, you know, having the president come. It's a long laundry list of it. But like I said, just keep that those families in your prayers, everybody, um, families in general. Just pray for Pray for somebody, pray for somebody who's hungry, pray for somebody who's hurting, pray for somebody who's trying to heal, pray for somebody who's lost and can't see. Just pray for somebody, please. All right, now for real, let me get into this episode. So I don't know if you guys have paid attention, but this is season two, episode eight. I call it the season two because I took a break, episode eight, because I think that's the eighth episode. I don't know. I was trying to count and I thought I was right. So we're going to stick with that. It's episode eight and... This number is significant to me because number one, it's one of my favorite numbers. Seven and eight are my favorite numbers. Um, And I also, um, I just love the symmetry of the number eight. I love when you can draw like eights in different ways, figure eight, or like I do the double O's on top of one another. It just makes me happy. Even in in college, me and my friends, we came up with our own little fraternity sorority group. We called it for sorority. That's what we called it, (laughs) called the eights. And it stood for everything in God's hands. Triumphs. Pretty dope, right? We all gave each other like nicknames that stood, like, you know, kind of sat with the number eight inside of it. And I can't remember what my name was. Was it Congregate? Because I really do enjoy having everybody get together. I have to look it up again. Because I really thought I was going to be procrastinate, but I wasn't procrastinate. Um, I think I was Congregate. Mm, really doesn't matter but it brings me to the topic of the day and that's about creating your next move now of course us starting this little group we had no idea that you know it was going to be no sort of movement or anything like that we literally came up with it on a on a fluke and made up little hand signals we did the most okay we did the absolute most but what really stuck out to me in that relation in that group that for sorority we created was the relationships that we built i'm still friends with all of them except for one because he was an ex but we're not gonna go there (laughs) but i i was i was like i literally thought about it when i was thinking about this topic because i already had this topic on my mind and i was like oh shoot you know what i'm saying like yo it's the eighth month eighth day of said month and it's episode eight. I have to talk about my dogs. You know what I'm saying? My friends are so supportive and so understanding. My real, true friends. And they all uh, have this brilliance about them that 
helps me, you know, find to, to find myself and to follow my, my dreams and to make my destiny, you know, now, cause I don't know if I'm gonna wake up tomorrow. And I just, my friends, my eights, my loves, uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I appreciate y'all. And, you know, I try to shout them out as much as I can when they got little stuff going on, business stuff, everything, because I'm just so proud of them, everything that they're doing and creating that unit that we did at that time created a lasting bond with us that male and females have that a lot of people can't say that they've held on to for more than a decade. And it's, I just want to, you know, that blessing, it hit me, hit my heart. And, um, with, with us creating something that it, you know, well, obviously if you're familiar, you should be, but if you're familiar with HBCUs in particular, um, you know, you got all your major fraternities and sororities, you got your AKs, your Deltas, your Alphas, your Omegas, et cetera, your Kappas and all that. And they're exclusive groups, right? Now I'm not a Greek person per se. I have a little bit too much mouth for that life. Uh, or what I imagine that life to be, but I don't knock it for anyone else. But with me and my friends for us to create this and really stand by this. And, you know, even to this day, sometimes we'll joke around and we'll do it. It helped me realize that you can create the, the, a lot of what you need in your life. At that time in my life, when we created that group, I didn't realize these would be the entrepreneurs that I would need to be around or the creative thinkers that I would need to be around or the the caring friend that I need to be around because of where I wanted to be in my life. I think a couple episodes ago, I was saying, you got to, you know what I'm saying? got to check your circle. You know what I'm saying? What's your team looking like? And little did I know that at that time, my team was flourishing. Okay. We were all broke. But we were flourishing at that time and we were all flourishing in our own different ways. But God always brought us back together, which brings me back to a full circle moment for me. So I guess I kind of live my voice acting dreams doing this podcast because I come on here and I just get to talk about things that I've been thinking about, things that I'm trying to figure out and live my life through. And one of my dream careers was to be um, an animator or a cartoonist. I can't really draw that well, but I really wanted to be a part of a cartoon. And I thought, you know what, if I can't draw, the next best thing would be to be acting in the cartoon. Now I love to act. I haven't done it in years, but I've, I've had some acting propositions come up recently. And although they did not fall through, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. I really felt like I was back to who I truly am. And, um, it made me just think like, Oh, you I haven't looked up any YouTube videos on any of the voice actors that I've loved throughout the year. Um, sh- shout out to Nancy Car- Cartman. I think that's her last name. Oh my gosh. Oh my- it's Bart Simpson's voice actress. You guys, please don't kill me. Um, shout out to Butch Hartman. Shout out to Tom Kenny. Oh God, Tara Strong, my all-time favorite. So, I mean, it's a lot of voice actors out there that I admire and one of them in particular actually made two of my favorite cartoons I still watch cartoons a little bit y'all so I don't care if y'all judge me um I'm a grown big ass kid and I love it but he created Fairly Odd Parents and Invader Zim and I believe Invader Zim but I know for sure Fairly Odd Parents and Danny Phantom okay I don't know about y'all but those are two very very good cartoons okay and yes, it was at the, it was at the splice of my life where I could have been like over cartoons, but I don't give a damn what you say. 
Chip Skylark, Shiny Teeth in Me is a classic. Okay. Uh, Gotta Catch Them All because he's Danny Phantom. Danny Phantom. Like, you can't beat that. And not to mention his, I would say, more modern cartoons, but the cartoons I grew up with even as a child. He worked on the Powerpuff Girls. He worked on um, a plethora of shows. I think he worked on, you know, he didn't do Rugrats, but he worked on a plethora of shows that I watched growing up. I say all this to say he has a YouTube channel where he draws some of said characters in wacky or zany type of situations. Like, you know, they'll be older or they'll be superheroes, etc. all that. But I like to watch the videos because a lot of times, you know, of course, when people make their videos and stuff on YouTube, they start talking about what they've experienced in their life. And being that this is something I, I really, really have interest in, like straight vested interest. I was like, yo, it's kind of dope to hear this man's story. So he was talking about like just creating the characters and how he had to move, you know, one character, Mr. Crocker from one show that did not get picked up to the fairly odd parents. And then he just took off from there. And as I'm sitting there listening to him, he's drawing his characters and he's talking about what ideas he had for what character, how he wanted this person to sound, who he, you know, uh, kind of modeled so-and-so after, etc. I realized, yo, Broke did this all on his own. Not literally on his own. I know he had a team. I know he probably had people come in and help voice acting, etc. But he created those shows. I mean, who's to say Butch Hartman would have been like, all right, I'm just going to stick with Cartoon Network and whatever it is that they got going on for me is just what they're going to have going on for me. And that's being an executive producer or that's being an assistant to the so-and-so. And that's not something he wanted because he had his own brilliant ideas and he wanted to be able to express them. So here he is creating his own show. He kept trying, of course, because, you know, you're always going to hear a whole bunch of no's, especially when you're trying to do show business and created shows that literally to this day, he's still talking about. He's still drawing. He's still getting questions about uh, cartoons that turn into live action films. It, it, you know what I'm saying? Like kids still watch these shows. You can still think about Icky Vicky. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know what generation of people I'm talking to. I hope I'm talking to you, but this is literally just me speaking my truth about my nerdiness right now and how this man inspired me. I did not realize that I had kept myself from moving physically be, like in life, like create my next move in life because I wasn't where I wanted to be. So for instance, you know, it's no secret. I've been trying to buy, purchase a home. I'm not that good at saving money. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I like things and I like random things, which having an Amazon Prime account is not helping. But I am getting better at, you know, kind of being, um, having a better relationship with money and those types of things, right? But a lot of, the things I want to do to change my financial situation and have my home and everything else are the things I need to do to kind of, you know, get shit started. And unfortunately I'm just at this place where I'm just like, Oh, you know what? I'm not where I really want to be. I'm not able to, you know, record like I want to, because I don't have my own place. Oh, I can't really go and do these ABCs and D's because I really don't have the money to do so, et cetera, et cetera. I would excuse myself to death. Okay. And there is no reason I have to sit here and continue to box myself in and talk myself out of being myself. Like it's literally just, there's no right or wrong. 
with the things I'm doing because I'm creating them for myself. Uh, you, you learn from things, but that doesn't mean it was wrong. You can make a, a poor choice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I could make a poor joke, but that doesn't mean that I'm not funny. You see what I'm saying? It's what I, what I was deeming necessary in my physical world to be successful in my future with my, in my imagination land of dreaming and manifestation, right. And prayers did not match up with what I saw. And it was very difficult for me. I went through a moment where I wasn't being as clean. And I mean, not, not like nasty, but just like messy. Like my car was messy. You know what I mean? I wasn't picking up my clothes right off the floor right away. It was like, okay, you can sit there. You could chill for a little bit. I'll get in a minute. It was just like everything about me just started to meet the vibrational energy that I was on of just not moving, not being functional, not being productive. So, so I had to realize like, you know, what you see in your physical reality does not determine where your next move is. And sometimes your next move is to reprogram your thought process. Right. So prime example, I was just talking about, you know, me with money. There was a situation where I I had made it through a work week without making it to zero dollars. I was proud of myself. I still had money in my savings. I was like, okay, you know what? This is something I can do. I can figure this out. If I can not go completely broke by next pay period, then I, then I should be okay. Then that became the standard, right? Didn't happen. So then I started feeling like I have a bad relationship with money. I'm never going to be able to save. I'm never going to be able to, you know, assess my dreams or really invest in my dreams because I'm just spewing out money. I made some poor decisions. Last year, I bought a new car. I love my car. But being in a situation where I was literally just opening up about my relationship with money, really just starting to understand the value of investing my money. Because I had done investments before. I had done stock before. I had made money. But child, I liquidated them funds so quick. <laughs> Baby. You, I, that my, my liquidated money melted so quick, honey. It was like putting a freaking ice cube on a gas stove, honey. It didn't last. All right. And I was really, you know, trying to talk myself into the reasons as to why this made sense. Uh, it didn't basically. So I'm, I'm in a situation where I'm paying a car note and I'm looking at other cars that I could afford paying the car note that I'm paying, but I'm in the car that I'm in. That's not to say I'm ungrateful. I love my little gas efficient Honda Civic, honey. But it's just the reality of the fact that it's like the amount that I'm paying for said Honda Civic could have been way less if I would have had more financial literacy. I used to blame my financial shortcomings on the fact that my family and everybody didn't teach me. They didn't. But that doesn't mean that I can't gain said knowledge. That doesn't mean I can't like learn that for myself. So that's where I'm at right now. So I've been doing a lot better getting my savings right you know what i'm saying doing better about my spending habits i just food is a problem <laughs> food is a whole problem for me but in other areas everything else is working out with the money right so it's something where i had to tell myself stop saying sis you don't have a good relationship with money stop saying you can't ever save because you saved look at this 
this so-and-so amount of dollars, you, you saved it. It might not be the thousands of thousands upon thousands that you was expecting by this time, but you're still doing something. So I had to reprogram myself to be a coach for me instead of always being the judgmental person inside. You know, I feel like, you know, on, on the cartoons, you have like the, the two, you know, conscious, 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 you have the angel and the devil on your damn shoulders you know what I'm talking about and I feel like my inner angel demon situation was just full-on goth okay homegirls out here wearing all the black all the long bangs you can't see her face okay she's shaking the bangs out of her face to talk to me and every time she talks to me it sounds like she's just real melancholy not feeling me and I'm not talking about in a cool way like Robin from Teen Titans I mean, not Robin, um, like Raven from Teen Titans. No, it was just straight up. Really, sis? That's what you're going to wear? Mm. Looking fat today. Mm. Oh, you think he love you? Okay, yeah, sure. But you know, you got a problem. Like, I was talking so reckless to myself. You would have thought that I was another chick on the street for real. So I got to this point where I was like, okay, you know what? I got to reprogram my brain to stop getting hijacked by my emotions I'm gonna feel emotions I'm gonna have emotions it's not gonna change right we all have them but I had I I was getting to a point where it was like dang if something happened to me and my physical body was like alerted to said emotion I'm sweating profusely um I'm angry I can't even sometimes I'd be so angry I can't even see straight like I swear my eyeballs was like rolling around I don't know what was going on (coughs) excuse me and it got to a point where I was like, you know what? This is not cute. It's not cute. It's not fair to me. I'm not um, allowing myself to be free. And I'm hindering myself from moving forward because all I'm doing is just paying attention to all the things I'm not doing, which is stopping me from doing the things I should be. Ain't no way I could live like that. So I'm training my brain in a few different ways. First way is to think more logically. Now, this is a two-part situation here because thinking more logically sounds like I'm not thinking with my brain. That's not the case. It's just a. It's just more or less stepping in a position to create um, a sense of peace for myself. I'm not stopping myself from feeling emotion, but just being at peace, being like, okay, girl, it's all good. When my son fall, the first thing I do is I pick him up. Baby, you all right? Come on, let's breathe. You okay? Tell me what's bothering you, right? But I wouldn't do that for myself. So I had to really sit there and be like, all right, you feeling this type of way, what's going on? So now I know my body. I know when I'm getting angry. I know when I'm getting upset. I know when something is truly unbearable for me. And instead of reacting immediately in that moment, I just, I just take a second to be like, all right, how are we feeling? Like, how am I feeling right now? Am I okay? I'm okay. I'm alive. I'm breathing. All right, cool. Relax. Now let's think about what's going on. Because a lot of times I wouldn't have that pause and my body just start going into super speed. And it's like, man, like just crazy glitching all over the place because my emotions have hijacked me into a whole nother plane to which I can't, my, my conscience can't slow down the brain activity, can't slow down the physical toes on my body. And I'm not trying to wear my body out because I'm stressed. That's ridiculous. This is the only body I got. I can't go turn it in for a new model. Okay, this is it. So I have to make sure I'm taking care of me, not letting the stress come over me. I also had to retrain my brain by doing 
a little ep- a little exercise I like to call the empathies. Mm. You know, I worked this out before I started this episode. I'm just gonna say I just need to empathize. I, I think it was like I said, em- empathization, empathization. I don't know because apparently it didn't work this time, so I'm gonna let it go. But I do want to have more empathy. Um, not saying that I'm going to let somebody just roll over me and do whatever the hell they want and talk to me all kind of reckless. No, I'm definitely not saying that. I'm saying more or less understanding other people's situations and perspectives because I have my own situations and perspectives. The same way I can feel about something, somebody else can feel some other type of way about it. And it can be the exact same situation. I can go to the movie theater, ask for popcorn with extra butter, and then somebody behind me could be like, oh my gosh, she was so rude when she asked for that that butter. But in my head, I ain't rude at all. It's different perspectives. But being okay with understanding, well, ma'am, maybe that lady who was behind me was a little agitated from the day. Um, or maybe she didn't like the fact that I got extra popcorn butter or that I asked for a little bit extra. Cause you know how it is when you go somewhere and you be like, Ooh, can I get just a little bit more? And then somebody be like, ah, ah, ah. I mean, I don't know what happened to you yesterday, sis, or this morning when you woke up, but I'm going to get my extra butter. Hmm. Oh, you know what? Speak. You know what? Let me just, I'm going to bring up examples. I'm going to jump back to the hijacking thing because this, this literally was a test for me this morning. So I go to give me an iced coffee. Cause uh, again, like tonight I'm wide awake, can't sleep. So I'm like, all right, let me just get some energy for tomorrow. You know, got to go to work, whatever, whatever. Get up, go to the Dunkin' Donuts. I'm in the line. I'm waiting in the line for a minute. And then these two girls in this SUV cut me in the line. Now, granted, you know how you're in one of those drive-thrus that stupidly puts an entrance to the parking lot right where the driveway begins. And there's people who try to leave out said entry way to get to like, wherever else they're going, whatever destination they're going to. Well, this was the situation. So when I saw the two young ladies, I thought that they were going by. Now I wonder why the other cars wasn't letting them by and why they were just sitting there. Cause that didn't seem really smart to me, but I was on the phone. I wasn't paying them any attention. Now the niceness in me decided to let these young ladies get through. You hear me through. And these heifers pulled into the drive-thru. Oh baby. Let me tell you something about Shaquana that y'all may not know when I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. and time <laughs> that's not the time to play with me okay and these girls were sitting there trying to act like they was laughing like they didn't hear me laying my hand on my horn now i will say this honda i don't know what the hell y'all got going on but these little baby meat meat horns these roadrunner horns y'all to put in, in these vehicles what warning am i giving folk me me that's not that's not scary i need or something i need a honk you know what i mean come on give me something that could that's what we're fighting for. <laughs> you know what I mean? But in that moment, I was so pissed because the girls was like throwing up their hands like, ah, oh my God, what? We're in the line. I want to be like, Bleh, you about to catch a line. Cross your jaw. But you know what? Is that really important? Nope. So what I did was I sped off to a new parking spot because I was still upset. I sped off in that parking spot and I said, you know what, Lord? They really don't even matter. It's like, I'm still going to get my food. I'm still going to get my iced coffee. And I'm pro- I'm going to, I'm probably going to have a better day than they will. <laughs> Not even on some, I have it. No, it's just, that's what I had to do to make myself feel better. I went into Dunkin' Donuts, ordered my food, got my food, um, my lucky number, well, not my lucky number, but my favorite number popped up three times, seven, seven, seven. Okay. Because that was the total for my food. Got my food, saw them, see me, see them as I was standing inside of Dunkin' Donuts and they was at the drive-thru. And I just politely rolled my fucking eyes. Now, let me be honest with you all. 
Growing up is a process, okay? And being petty is a process as well. Because to lose said pettiness, sometimes I use it as a defense mechanism. Sometimes it brings me humor. Sometimes it allows me to not go to jail. And in that moment, it brought me humor. To see those girls sitting there looking at me all dumbfounded because they had to know that I was the person right behind them because we saw each other. And when they saw me looking at them, they tried to, you know, do that look away type of thing. No, baby, you saw me. Excuse me. You saw me. I saw you. We saw each other. So at the end of the day, could I gotten mad, beep the horn, got out the car, yell, cuss, got on the phone, yell, cuss at somebody else. Yeah, I could have done all those things, but it would not have added any years to my life. It would not have put not one coin in my pocket. Okay. And the show wasn't going to buy me breakfast. So I'm not going to start my day off like that. Little bit of petty. It's, it's, it's just, like I said, it's a gradual process, you guys. You know what I mean? Don't forget that this is a podcast where I'm learning with y'all. I'm talking about things that I literally j- probably just experienced, just had a breakthrough on, or sometimes don't have a breakthrough and I'll be talking about this next week. I'm just being honest. So that was the backtrack on the on the emotional hijacking. But yeah, just to empathize because at the end of the day, them with those same girls, I don't know what they could have been thinking about. They they look young. They could have just been in their own little selfish world. Kiki ended up having a great little time and thought that I really was doing something nice and letting them into the line, right? My intention wasn't that, but they don't know that that was not my intention when I waved to them to go by. They thought, "Oh, go into the line." No, no. But I definitely had to get to a place I didn't empathize with them until just now, but I still had to get to a place where I was like, you know what, meh, I'm not going to be mad at somebody because I don't know what they experienced, what they know and you know how they were raised. So it is what it is. I'm just going to love them as kindly as I can without having to do anything extra or over the mile marker for myself. Okay. And then last but not least is to continue my self-care, my growth and my evolution. That's something that's always, always, always happening in my life. Um, especially since I'm going to be doing something extremely different this upcoming year. Um, it's a decision I made and I'm, I'm still dealing with the comfort level of said decision-making. And that's just because I'm dealing with my own selfish thoughts and ideas and feelings. Um, but God is good and God is wonderful. And for me to sit here and continue to, not only see myself become more evolved, become more open, become more authentic, become more kind and generous and and understanding of self-wealth, self-worth, and knowing when to say no, creating those boundaries. It's amazing. And I really appreciate all of y'all always sticking through whatever it is with me whether I'm being silly on my Instagram live, whether I'm on Facebook live talking about who knows what, um, if I'm doing silly snaps with snap filters, anything y'all have rocked out with me. And I feel really, really blessed and grateful that y'all support adjusted frequency that y'all request more of a just adjusted frequency And that, um, I hope that I'm leaving a positive stamp on many, many people's lives, uh, or even just one person's life, because I literally just want to be able to, to, to give love. Um, cause this world is lacking love. This world is lacking, 
uh, a group of people who don't even know what real love is. They don't know how to receive real love. It's just, come on, you know, it's a, it's a lot going on in this world. And if, if me telling somebody that they're worth it, that they're more than whatever lies they've learned about themselves, if they do their work, move past their traumas and elevate, feel good about who they are, know that God created them and that they are a gift to this planet and that the life that they live is a gift and they can smile about it. You know what? I think I did a job well done. So that is going to wrap up today's episode. Again, you guys, you know what? Y'all really, y'all the bomb. Y'all the bomb. I know a lot of people are probably a little slow to picking up the pace on this because I was slow to pick, to keep the pace up. And I understand that. But when I go on my anchor app and I see like, oh, I got people from Spotify. I got people from Google. I got people from Apple. It's like, yo, my heart flutters and it makes me feel really, really good that you guys are in my corner like that. That's really bomb. I also want to let you guys know that I am very excited about what's uh, what's to come. Um, just planning, 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 working, working, working. I do want to, you know, implement something that's going to be a little bit more interactive with my listeners. And I do have the listener letter. So if you would like to be uh, featured on the podcast, then please email me at adjustedfrequency at gmail.com. If you uh, would like to know anything about advertising or anything of the such, feel free to just DM me on Instagram at Shaquana Lene or at Adjusted Frequency, or you can email me as well and just put in the subject line, advert. I love you. Stay beautiful. Stay kind. Stay powerful. You are amazing. Peace.